Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. This is Life as a Type 1 Diabetic, the highs, the lows. I'm George Canyon, your host. This is episode one of season one, and a big welcome to everybody tuning in for this uh, first podcast, and of course, on YouTube as well. We're live on video as well here. My name is George Canyon. I am, uh, well, I'm first and foremost a husband and a father of uh, three, and uh, I'm very proud of that. Uh, very proud Canadian, um, and I'm a uh, country music recording artist amongst a few other things. Um, I've been in the music business for 30 years, and uh, I'm very blessed to have a great career um, all over the world. I've been blessed to play in a, in a lot of different countries, uh, including, of course, at home in Canada and in the United States. I was born and raised in Pictou County, Nova Scotia, which uh, is on, of course, the East Coast on the Atlantic Ocean in uh, Canada, and uh, had a great childhood growing up. You know, I, uh, I was a typical kid. Uh, I wanted to be in the Air Force. I wanted to be a Canadian Air Force pilot. I wanted nothing more, actually. That's all. Uh, that's all I could uh, could think about. I remember mom and dad driving driving them actually batty. Um, I'd see an airplane flying over, and I'd, they'd have to stop the car so I could watch it. I wanted to be in the Air Force so bad. I had my entire life planned out. And as they say, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. I'm sure he had quite a laugh um, over my plans. But uh, long story short, at the age of 14, I'll never forget it. Um, it was just coming uh, Christmas. In fact, um, I had celebrated my, my 14th birthday in that August. I uh, was back to school and uh, winter had, had hit, of course, uh, as, as it always uh, did in Nova Scotia when I was a kid and uh, loved being out there in the woods and the, and the snow. And I was helping dad with, um, with wood or chopping wood for the winter to burn in the, in the wood stove to stay warm. And I remember just feeling terrible, um, being abnormally uh, cranky and moody. Not my normal moodiness, but the, uh, the abnormal moody. And drinking just anything I could get my hands on, warm water, cold water, didn't matter. I just was so thirsty all the time. And I um, remember my dad, who was chief tech of the hospital um, at the lab, uh, he knew exactly what was going on. My my nanny, my uh, my grandma, she uh, she actually had type one diabetes, and I remember as a kid uh, at their place in Westville, and nanny be boiling her needles, and she, she there was no blood testing back then, so of course she had to pee on a strip, and that was how you had, had an idea of where your blood sugar was. But I didn't really pay much attention. Um, you know, as a kid, you don't pay attention to that stuff until you have to. And at 14, well, I had to. Uh, my dad knew what was happening. We um, we celebrated Christmas and the day after Christmas, Boxing Day, um, 19, oh man, 1984, Boxing Day. Um, I went into the Aberdeen Hospital down in New Glasgow, and that's where I stayed for uh, for about a week and a bit. And I uh, was diagnosed immediately with type 1 diabetes, juvenile onset, and then... Well, as they say, the rest is history. Now, I've been a type 1 for 36 years, into my 36th year now, um, once I turn 50, which is coming up shortly. And, you know, after all these years, I think it's finally time that I start sharing um, what I've learned, more about the mistakes I've made in my life to really help, uh, especially help type 1 diabetic kids and their families, but also to help type 1 diabetics in general, you know, um, I heard someone say once an old dog can still learn new tricks, and uh, I'm living proof of that. I'm uh, 49 years old, and I'm still learning new new ways to um, 
to live my dreams as a type 1 diabetic, and I've been so blessed to do that. So this is where this podcast comes from, and video, whatever they call that nowadays, vlog, I guess, as well. Uh, It's to share all that knowledge, and I think we need to do more of that, uh, especially within the type 1 diabetic, diabetic community, because so many of us have type 1. And this podcast, it's going to, uh, well, I can't really say how many episodes long this one's going to be, but this is season one, just to give you an idea. There's so much to get through, so much to talk about. And during uh, during these upcoming episodes, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. We're going to talk about my experiences as a type 1 diabetic when I was a kid, uh, what it was like as a teenager, going into, um, I guess, what I would call young adulthood, although using that word and term very loosely because I made so many mistakes as an 18-year-old and messed up so much of my uh, my control. But by the grace of God, got it all back into condition. Uh, we're going to have interviews. We're going to have guests coming on. Um, I'm not going to say who right now, but uh, we've got a few lined up, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to get to talk about, really just talk about being a type 1 diabetic. And you know, when I was 14, nobody said they were type 1 diabetic. Nobody. Uh, that were living their dreams. And for me, I really could have used that. I could have I could have used uh, a mentor, if, if you will, to say, oh yeah, look, so-and-so is a huge actor or a huge actress and, and they're living their dreams as a type 1 diabetic. That really would have helped me. And that's what I've been doing for the last 20 years, working with kids and families to, to really encourage them to control, take control of their diabetes and live their dreams. And that's part of what we're going to talk about uh, during this podcast. Of course, we're going to talk about uh, food. (laughs) I love food. We're going to talk about food and diet and exercise and, um, you know, testing and all these wonderful things uh, that we all have to do as a type 1 diabetic. You know, at 14 years old, when I was diagnosed, I had to immediately grow up overnight. Now, those of those who know me, my fans know I've never really grown up. I'm still 12 years old in my mind. But when I look back, I seriously had to grow up overnight. I had a whole slew of responsibilities that my mom and dad would, of course, wanted to take all on their own hands, but I had to step in. And it was so important, so important that I stepped in and and took control as fast as I could so that I could uh, be responsible and be uh, um, proud of, of taking care of myself. You know, um, lots of people ask me, what does it feel like to be a type 1 diabetic? And uh, most days with where technology is right now, um, it it feels okay. Uh, I honestly can't remember what it felt like to not be a type 1 diabetic, which is kind of weird, weird to say. Um, But I was 13 years old, and it's hard for me to remember what it was like um, to not have to test my blood to not have to take insulin, uh, to not have to go and and see specialists, uh, you know, every six months to a year, well, six months back then, Um, to not every three months have to come downstairs to have morning breakfast before I headed to school, and there was my dad with a pillow, uh, and the pillow laying on the table, and he had all the blood collection kit, and and having to, uh, what we would call in our diabetic world, get my A1C done. I, I don't remember what it was, what it was like to not have that. Um, You know, after all these years, uh, 36 years, um, where I'm at now, technology has really given me so much control back, so much freedom. Um, And we're going to have episodes that talk strictly about technology. Uh, We're going to get just right into that. We're going to have episodes that talk about society 
and how important it is um, to really uh, encourage type 1 diabetics, especially young type 1 diabetics, to talk about their diabetes openly so that society really learns what what being a, a type 1 diabetic is really about and, and that it doesn't hamper us. When we take control of our disease, we can live our dreams. And we're going to have many episodes uh, dedicated to Transport Canada and the work that I was very blessed to get to do with a few other type 1 diabetics and, and family members to change the uh, the laws and the rules so that type 1 diabetics now can become commercial airline pilots in Canada. And that's a whole episode or two or three. And the way I talk, it's probably four episodes, who knows. Um, and then, of course, in episode two, which will be uh, coming up right after this episode, uh, we're going to really dig into um, one of the technologies that have made Oh, such a big, big difference in my life. And that is my CGM, my Dexcom G6. Um, now I'm on the Dexcom G6. I was, of course, on the G5. Uh, Dexcom, uh, I can't say thank you enough to to what they've created in the technology um, that they have uh, provided for me as a type 1 diabetic and others all over the world. And episode two is going to be all about um, that particular piece of technology. And then we're going to get into insulin pump therapy. Uh, I'm also on uh, the Insulate Omnipod. I really want to spend a whole episode talking about that and and talking about where technology has come and where it's going, R&D and research and development, where, what's coming around the, the next turn. And um, there's some really exciting, exciting stuff coming. There's going to be an episode all about the JDRF, the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, and how important um, that is. How important it is to not just the type 1 diabetic community, but the type 2 diabetic community as well. Um, but this episode 1 was really the, the idea is to just tell everyone what's going on, get it out there, uh, tell your friends, tell families that, that you, you know that they might have a type 1 diabetic child to, uh, to tune in, uh, get on YouTube, watch the video if you want. If you don't like listening to podcasts, you can do that. Um, but if you're into podcasts, uh, this is the best way to do it. It's quick, it's easy. I listen to podcasts all the time, especially if I'm, if I'm in the gym and I'm just walking on the treadmill. Or if I'm sitting down and, and uh, just wanting to chill out, I'll listen to podcasts just because it's, um, it's kind of like listening to an old radio show. Um, but if you do like the video stuff, check in on YouTube. Uh, that's where you're going to be able to find all these videos as well. And sometimes uh, if you're just listening to a podcast, you might want to skip over to YouTube as well because I might be showing something, um, some piece of technology that... Uh, that they've sent me or that I ha actually happen to have um, that's that's about to get released or is, you know, they're working on it right now. That's going to be coming up as well. And, um, and then we're going to be taking lots of questions too. Anybody has questions from the type one diabetic community, please send them in. Um, we're going to try to, uh, going to try to have a, a part of each episode where we answer those questions because really um, for me as a type one, that's how I learn. I ask questions and, uh, well, I just keep trying to learn as much as I can. Thanks so much for tuning in to episode one. Like I said, this is just the intro. There's so much more to come, so much more data, that, and so, so much I want to share with all the type 1 diabetic community. And uh, hopefully uh, you guys will share with me as well. And um, we'll learn and, uh, and grow together with type 1 diabetes. So God bless everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to YouTube. And thanks so much for listening to episode one, season one of life as a type one diabetic, the highs and the lows. I'm George Canyon, and it has been a pleasure getting to spend a short time with you.